2: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
1: It turns out that leakers are sometimes correct. As Dragonflight will appear on 28th of November.
2: Uh, get the dark gun. <laughs> hey, there's a fucking dragon out here! Get the
1: dark gun.
2: Uh... Oh, uh, Gamer Sue. Hey, hey. Gamer Sue Podcast, her weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. E. Yeah, new releases. Dude, imagine. imagine. Imagine that new releases. Imagine if we moved right into those. Like, I... <laughs> just with such speed and I vigor. was <laughs> My brain has malfunctioned. I was trying to compute <laughs> Dragonflight. And new releases into a transition, and my it's- brain was just like, yo, I don't work good. <laughs> your brain dumped half of your plan. It basically was like buffering, buffering, buffering. New releases. <laughs> Where's the rest of the packet? New Crash. Crash. Re- that's all I-, all I got is new releases. Crash.
1: Like, number one, the spirit and the mouse for PC. Number two, dual universe for the PC. Number three, Hoco Life or Life for PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number four, Life is Strange Arcadia Bay Collection for the Switch. Number five, Penko Park for the Switch. Number six, Deathverse, Let It Die. Dark for the
3: PlayStation. Number seven, Destroyer the U-Boat Hunter for PC. Interesting. Hmm. I pause. (laughs) (laughs) I feel a calling uh it's probably terrible i'm gonna look it up It probably is
1: i hope it's like one of the, like call of the wild but they made a game about shooting boats. <laughs> uh number eight brewmaster for the pc playstation xbox and switch number nine girl for the pc playstation xbox and switch number 10 Dorfromantic for the switch number 11 moonbreaker for the pc not to be confused with moonraker uh, number 12, Pathfinder, Wrath of the Righteous for the PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number 13, Railgrade for PC and Switch. Number 14, Salmon Max, Beyond Time and Space for PS4. Number 15, Valkyrie Elysium for PlayStation. Number 16, Caffeine, Le- Victoria's Legacy for the PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number 17, FIFA 23. and Number 18, My Little Pony, a Maritime Bay Adventure for the PlayStation and Xbox. A Maritime. I see what they did there
2: mayor. Oh, I was going with like a sea reference. Yeah, I don't I think it's meant to be mayor time as in, I think it's I think it's meant to be a play on the words as as artists do. I see I want to give them credit for that. I'm not going to. Okay. It's my
1: little pony. The majority of people don't know that those are mayors to begin with.
2: Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Uh destroyer the U-Boat hunter is an innovative Cross-genre destroyer simulation, which truthfully depicts the struggle of escort groups protecting allied convoys against German U-boats during the Battle of the Atlantic. Very intense. Damn. I mean, sign me up. I had little faith. Now I'm questioning my existence. Why haven't we perfected it yet? Why aren't we professional U-boat hunters? Exactly. There's, there's so many
1: wild sign. U-boats out there. Need Liquid to needs to sign us as professional U-boat hunters.
2: Next big and competitive game. Our entire stream is just us hunting u going to take the eSports world by storm. It's going to be on ESPN. Oh, yeah, obviously. Before WoW is. Exactly.
1: Because they don't understand. <laughs> the next great thing is U-boat hunting.
2: In the North Atlantic. During a conflict. (laughs) Not just for fun. Oh, what a week. What a week.
1: What a week indeed. There are things we need to talk about, and I will take the evens. Some big things.
2: Most of it just hot garbage. That is also the nickname for this podcast. Hot garbage. Gamers 2, colon, hot garbage. Hot garbage in my pants. Okay. Shit myself. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> uh, there's, uh,
1: there's parts of me that so miss. us having an audience and when I say having an audience I mean back to our days where we worked together Because we could do that and then the entire room Just gets that awkward silent stare like, While there's two <laughs> to three people just like, Crying, laughing being Like are they serious? Uh, um, in the, in the back room During inventory times, we're standing outside Like why aren't you guys doing inventory? Shit ourselves yeah, <laughs> <and laughs> <shoot fans. laughs> <And> There's <laughs> like Okay. <laughs> like are you serious? I'm like, yeah, walk in there. It's a this a literal hazmat zone. We can't be in there right now.
2: Uh. Number 1. G2 Esports co-founder Carlos Rodriguez has resigned from his CEO position. This is all due to backlash directed towards Rodriguez over a video on Twitter of himself partying with Andrew Tate. I had to look this up. I didn't know who this guy was. Tate. Andrew Tate. Carlos. Andrew Tate.
1: You didn't know who that was? No. Honestly, it's for the better. Obviously, you know now. uh, But it's for the better, and I am surprised you don't know.
2: Tate is an influencer banned last month by YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram for various violations of their terms of service, including hate speech and misogyny. Yeah. Not good. No. Apparently, not not a good dude. Not a good guy. Not a role model. I mean, whatever you want to say about the the G2
1: issue with him leaving, but, I mean, it, it's a nuanced thing where yeah. it's like, okay, yeah, you can party with whoever you want, but there are consequences to who you
2: party with. and uh, I, I read, I, I saw, all I saw was the whole, like, brief thing of like, oh, banned last month by these people for these reasons. So that's like, a small list compared to everywhere. <laughs> and I was like, all right. There's a million people on social media that's like this, whatever. And then I saw the first thing. Oh no, you start seeing the clips. I didn't see I didn't see any clips, but I read about like, oh, oh. he was a contestant on Big Brother and then like videos leaked of him beating a woman and I'm like, "Oh, okay. This type of guy." Oh, and, and and then it as if beating a
1: woman wasn't bad enough, and then it follows with it gets worse. Yeah. I've seen like interview
2: clips and stuff and there's just like what the f- He's one of those people that does terrible things and doubles down on, yes. on them like yes. oh it's it's a fine he's, he's not in the wrong, yeah, so. those people uh what we call a piece of shit, hot garbage, but real hot garbage, yeah, not in my pants. <laughs> I wouldn't let that hot garbage in my pants Ugh. i'm a I'm a classy guy, the only hot garbage <laughs> I let in my pants is me <laughs> uh.
1: Number two, Netflix stepped up its push into games with the announcement of its fourth internal studio, and the first it's building from scratch instead of acquiring. The new studio will reside in Helsinki, Finland, with Marco Lestika. Lestika? Probably Lestika. Uh, Lestika? There's probably, it's Swedish, so it's probably a little bit of sh. I'm gonna go with Lestika. Lestika. Ah, Serving ah. as studio director, Lestika has been in the mobile game business for nearly 19 years, working stints at Digital Chocolate and Electronic Arts, before jumping to Zengo, where he served as VP and general manager, co-founding that company's Helsinki Development Studio, which worked on
3: Farmville 3. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of history in gaming in that entire just last list.
2: Clearly, Netflix is going for that mobile gaming and, approach, which makes sense. Yeah, which
1: does make sense. And to be fair, that is where I just learned Farmville 3 exists. Same. Same. Honestly, mind-blowing
2: from where we Farmville. came in 2006. Farmville. I, wild that Farmville was a, such a hot
3: thing. Oh, it was such a hot thing.
1: So big. Did you get into it? No. Like, back in the day, I say get into it. Like, did you ever play Did you play games on Facebook? Never. Never play games on Facebook?
2: I. This is, I think, part of the reason why I have such an aversion to mobile games is I literally have... It's never... I played Snake? Oh, God. Okay, okay hold on.
1: hold on yep we we need to discuss that matt does a gaming podcast in 2022 and the game he brought up for his last mobile game was snake
2: i played snake i played a little bit of pokemon go when it came out and that's my repertoire for mobile (laughs) gaming 1995
3: 2016 that's it you
2: know what and
1: for that honestly you're probably better off I would like to think so. You know, yeah. that's how I mentally. I don't think you truly miss too many things. I think there are a couple things that you would enjoy. I'm sure there's probably some, but so nothing like, like I mean, solitaire. You know.
2: Yeah, I mean, I like a good tower defense game and I crossword puzzles. I Sudoku. Yeah, you could do that on there too. Yeah, yeah. I've done that. I've you done can play that. Bloons. that. Used to be my you can play goat. on there. Play what?
1: Bloons? Balloons. 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 B L O O N S. Tower defense. Oh, okay. You never played Bloons Tower Defense? No, really, no. It's like one of the most tower defense, tower defense games ever. I don't know, just never, never crossed paths. But fucking Todd plays Tower Defense Six, I think, on his PC all the time. I respect. I think he's
2: questing in WoW and playing Tower Defense. That's you know what? That's a solid combo though. (laughs) One on one. Neither one really requires too much attention. It's just enough to like occupy you, and then he like I'm gonna look something up real quick. You know, he's got
1: all those monkeys throwing. Bananas, and
2: balloons, and darts, and damn. Living the life. Got a real banger for the next one here. I don't even know why it's on this list. Be because you, you wrote the doc. Because I saw, ooh, Technicolor. I know that name. Oh, <laughs> Back to Matt bringing up stories. <laughs> I sound like an old man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean- play mobile games. Technicolor. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can hear the VHS
1: intro happening in the background right now.
2: Uh, <laughs> Bro, Laserdisc. Okay, come <laughs> on. You're not <laughs> that sure. you're not that old. I have so many Laserdisc movies. Oh, fair enough. Anyways. Uh, it's like
1: saying I listened to things on an eight track.
3: <laughs>
1: Cassettes nah, weren't never, cool enough for me.
2: <laughs> never went down that route. Um Technicolor's VFX and Game Studios are becoming are becoming a standalone entity under the name Technicolor Creative Studios. The newly created company has been trading publicly since this morning on Euronext Paris, while Technicolor will continue to trade on the same marketplace under the name Vantiva. Uh, Technicolor Creative Studios comprises VFX Studios' MPC, The Mill, Micros Animation, and developer Technicolor Games. I mean, this is all just to tell people that weren't sure Technicolor still existed, that yeah. they are. Technicolor still around.
1: A thing. And now still they're, a thing. And now they're two studios. Two become one. You know what I mean?
2: There you go. Fascinating content.
3: Let's
1: move to the year 2022. Number four. Take two interactive and people can fly have terminated a development and publishing agreement pertaining to the latter's ongoing project dagger. Project Dagger is a new action adventure i p that has been in development for the last two years, led by people can fly's New York team. People can fly has retained God I
3: wish the p c f wait no does that stand for something else <laughs> i think with uh, p c f am i uh, should I google it real quick? 'Cause I, I feel like that's like it's a step away from something else. PRC. Well, there's the PRC, but no, like PCF. What's the first thing that comes up? The first thing
2: that comes up is stock.
3: It's oh, okay. the high
2: income securities fund. Okay. Not what I was thinking. And then there's uh PCF curing together prostate cancer foundation. Perfect. We're good. PCF has has retained the intellectual property rights to
1: Project Dagger, and Take-Two has not declared an intent to acquire them. As such, the studio can continue development on the project as it sees fit. Advances paid to the studio will be repaid, depending on the model in which the game will be commercialized, whether it be self-published or released in collaboration with another third-party publisher. In a statement, People Can Fly, PCF, uh, CEO Sebastian Wojciechowski Said that self publishing is part of our strategy, but added that the studio is not ruling out working with a new publisher. He also said, quote, I assume we will part on good terms, and I don't see reasons why we couldn't work with Take Two on some other project in the future. End quote. Interesting. Interestante. Like that somehow I got thrown Wachakowski in the
3: beginning. Yeah. Strategic. No, it wasn't. Just luck
2: of the draw. Uh, well,
3: you know, it is what
2: I do. That's true. <clears throat> Number five, Japanese publisher Atlas has filed a lawsuit against the two people responsible for the maintenance of a private server for uh, Shin Megami Tensei. Imagine what year? What? Why? What year is it? <laughs> <laughs> We're getting into that. <laughs> also known as SMT, Imagine an online MMO that the company closed down several years ago. The lawsuit, which was filed in December, accuses two defendants of, quote, blatant violation of U.S. copyright law, end quote, after deciding to resurrect the title with their Rekakumi, I don't know, I fucking butchered that, Imagine project. It states that the pair did this by creating an exact copy of the original website uh, for SMT Imagine, which redirect or which directed users to download an exact or nearly exact copy of the game. As SMT Imagine was an MMO that required online fun- functionality, the suit also accuses the defendants of creating an unauthorized web server or server emulator that emulates the original game and allow users to play together online. The official online servers for SMT Imagine were closed in the U.S. and Japan in 2015 and 2016, respectively. Interesting. It is interesting. It's
1: not often that you hear Shin made him say and... Technicolor in the same podcast. I know, right? We're really, really... We're breaking new ground. We are fucking just bringing people what they want. That's true. <laughs> every every week, I see everybody tell, yeah. clamoring, like, why don't you guys
2: talk about Technicolor more? Do you, do you have any strong feelings on dead games like that and people resurrecting them? <laughs> I guess it's
1: probably... Strong feelings? No. uh, Part of me says... Well, I don't know. Because part of it, I think, is a copyright thing, obviously. And I think copyright's ridiculous as far as how it actually operates. Yeah. Uh, but something like this, it's been dead for... Literally dead for six years. At the at the latest end. So if somebody wants to do it, then fine. The only thing that... I think it's weird is depending on how all the, like, the legalities are, do you say that you can do the exact same thing, but you have to change the names and stuff because we're not assuming any... Like, obviously, logically, we know yeah. that company is not assuming any of the risk involved. Like, none of the users that download this can come to them and complain. Yeah. Because it's not their thing anymore. But... That will happen, and they will blame them because it's Shemigat. You know, it's yada yada yada. So it's like I can understand it from that, where they want to protect themselves from stupid people and stupid laws or executions or whatever. But it's like
2: you've been dead for six years. Let it. Let somebody do it. Yeah, I'm curious how this is going to turn out because I didn't. Nowhere did I see any mention of money. Like I don't think they're charging people for this. I think it's just like it's like the Star Wars galaxies. Servers, I, a little. It's different to a certain it, it, extent. It's the same idea, yeah, same idea. But, but it's the same stuff where it's like, as long the whole
1: thing you have to end up worrying about is that if you ever plan on doing anything in the future, and somebody has that experience with you, and say somebody sets up a rogue server and you know just uses it to steal people's data under the name Shin Megami Tensei, then you're like, yeah, then control. you're screwed because it's like, no, no, no that's not us.
3: So, I don't know. It's kind of whatever.
1: The only thing I hate is that and it's different for an online game like that. Yeah. I think it's a weird. if it was a single-player offline game, then it's like, I understand that you guys don't want to support things like that, but just keep the old ROMs around and then let people load emulators and who cares? Yeah. Unless you're going to actually start making new entries in the series or re-releasing them, then get that out of the way. I think it's going to become
2: more of a problem as, as you know, going forward because we're going to have more games that, that this happens to. Yeah. And you're going to end up with people who want to play these games and they're not. They can't. True. Ooh, hey, I got
1: this one. Number six. Back to 2022. Skull and Bones. <laughs> uh, skull There's and a bones. Few. Speaking, There's a few. Uh, First off, speaking of 2022, good joke. Skull and Bones starting in 2016. So the timeline's correct. Ubisoft's got, they took a record this year, this uh, this week. Delays? Shit shows? Uh, no, we'll get to it. Don't okay, alright. Uh, number six is officially Skull and Bones has been delayed yet again as the game has been pushed back from its November 8th release date to a March 9th 2023 launch, which, hey, you know what they say about March
3: launches. Ubisoft said. Well, March launches a fiscal. Yeah. So it means they either rush it out or they delay it
1: out Mm -hmm. of fiscal, which is like scary both times. Anyway, Ubisoft said, quote, while the game development is finished at this stage, the extra time will be used to further polish and balance the experience using players' feedback from our technical tests and insider program, which happened over the past two weeks. This is the right decision, both for our players and for the long-term success of the game, as March 9th, 2023 provides for a suitable release
2: window for this very unique brand. That last sentence makes me think they delayed it to stick it in a place where there wasn't any competition. Yes, and bad news: there's going to be a lot of fucking competition because <laughs> there's a lot
1: of things releasing around that time. Harry Potter is supposed to be around that like window.
2: Mm-hmm. Nothing set in stone though, so I think this was just a bad tactical Wait, but, move. What, what are you in the way of this fall? Call of Duty, maybe When's which that is whatever out?
1: which is what everybody's in the way of. It doesn't matter. Call of Duty's going to happen no matter
2: what. You can't keep moving for Call of Duty. Listen, we're talking about Ubisoft here. Ragnarok's in late November. You got to get in Ubisoft's mind, Ragnarok? which is which is where Ubisoft and our games compete with everyone. I know, but is is Ragnarok what the discussion? The discussion is. I mean, I the game you're not like at all because you're a boat. And they're a man and a boy? I'm a boat and I'm going fast. fast and, and I got a nautical, nautical theme Pajmino Afghan. Afghan copyright. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, because we sound like T Pain.
3: <laughs>
1: um <laughs> Why? again, the only person this is this is a referent. I think we've talked about this on the I'm podcast. the king of the world <laughs> on a boat like Leo. If you are on the show, <laughs> then you show not meo. Uh, oh. This this goes back to one of the first times that Matt and I ever like connected is was a do you remember this? I don't know if you do. It's a lonely no, island. I got a, a terrible a, it's, it's a lonely island reference. It was a I believe it was specifically was not a, a Sunday. It was an ad set. you <laughs> started singing Lazy Sunday? It, kind <laughs> of. I it might have been that I was coming in to close or whatever because we were alternating. You might have been in before or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And we were in the signage room and. I believe you said I got the hunger pains and I followed it with, with this thing like Duck day. You just turned and went, nobody ever responds with the actual second line. <laughs> I still say that to this day. Yeah, man. Gotta go to ghost. Yeah, back, back on, on some, some cupcakes. cupcakes.
2: Oh, man. Good shit. Speaking up, of Ubisoft. <laughs> wake up in the late afternoon. Ubisoft has announced yet another project. Oh, great. Project U. (laughs) (laughs) An upcoming PVE game that, quote, explores a new concept of session-based co-op shooter, where many players unite to prevail against an overwhelming threat (laughs) Destiny. And uh, quote. <laughs> uh, division. <laughs> <laughs> the publisher says Project U is, quote, in early development, end quote. And the first test will be langu- English based, will be English language based and PC only to be held across various European countries. What could be any worse? Than them <laughs> launching another game? Another. Another. New concept game from Ubisoft. Define new concept. Are you
1: are you saying new concept as that's defined what they're, they're by e, by Ubisoft?
2: Let's be clear. That's what they're saying. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because when I hear Ubisoft say new concept, I say 2008 did that already.
2: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Oh, Ubi. I, like, what are you? What are I you think doing? Saudi Arabia is going to buy you.
1: I don't even think they're an option for Saudi Arabia because they look at them and go, I don't know what the fuck I do.
2: (laughs) I don't know what the fuck you are. And I don't like the French. No. (laughs) I don't know if that's making that up. Uh,
1: Number eight. Sony's new PlayStation Stars loyalty program will launch in North and South America on October 5th. The new program will let PlayStation fans earn rewards like points and digital collectibles by doing things like playing a game or earning certain trophies. Sony has also spelled out some of the finer details of the program, which broadly line up with the information that we've heard before. The service is free to join with an adult PlayStation Network account. And while players can earn some benefits if they are a PlayStation Plus member, you don't need to subscribe to PlayStation Plus to join STARS. Let's be clear about that entire sentence. When we say an adult PlayStation account, (laughs) we do not mean... The hub. Are you sure? Yeah, followed by to join stars instead of PlayStation stars. It's like, well, all right, let's, you know, roll it back a little bit. <laughs> the full PlayStation stars experience, which you need an adult account for, <laughs> will be available <laughs> via the PlayStation mobile app, but not consoles to start. Sony said in September that stars would expand to consoles in the future. You'll be able to earn both loyalty points and digital collectibles via PlayStation Stars. Points will be able to be redeemed for things like PSN funds and certain PlayStation Store items. The collectibles will include things like digital versions of characters and devices from PlayStation's history. And you'll be able to display them in a case in the PlayStation app. This is so fucking Bro, you want to come over and see my stuff? Look at this.
2: Hey, girl, let me show you my PlayStation app. I'll show you all my collectibles. Would you consider yourself a moister than oyster? <laughs> uh Kill me.
1: Some of the collectibles will be ultra rare. Well, it's unclear exactly what it will take to get those. The company stresses that the collectibles are not one of a kind and do not leverage a blockchain technology and can't be resold or traded. Fun time for some controversy. As always. Controversy over some tier incentives. Players start at the level 1 tier when they sign up for PlayStation stars. In order to unlock the level 4 tier, they have to buy 4 games from the PlayStation store at full price and acquire 128 rare trophies. Once they achieve that, Sony said, they'll receive a commemorative collectible in priority in the chat when they connect to PlayStation customer support about any issue they may encounter. So if you want us to actually give a shit about helping you, you gotta pay us roughly
3: uh, quick math 300 something dollars. <laughs> Get them. Uh, I don't I don't even know.
1: I, I care so little about this. Though. The moment this happened, and again going back to the conversation that we were having with Dewey and everything I'm like, PlayStation Home. Yeah. This is Home 2, Electric Boogaloo.
2: Why does it not exist? The thing's lining up too much, though, too. They have this STARS program, which is coming later with console support. They have a PSVR that's supposedly launching in spring of 2023. You want to tell me they're not going to be like, by the way, Home 2, PSVR 2, PlayStation STARS, Woohoo, like, how do PlayStation you- Augmented Reality or Virtual Reality or whatever? Give us money. Like, how do you not?
1: Okay, cool. They're uh, displayable in the in the in a PlayStation app for you know yourself to just like, yeah. peruse. But how is the the whole point? is, Like, you want to show them off to your friends or whatever. Do Do they have to go to like, if you're not doing home, would you say that they have to go to your profile in their friends list and then say view collection cabinet or
3: something to, in order to see it? Yeah. Which Hot take, real quick. I'm not doing that. No. No. I don't give a no. shit. I
1: like, don't. Nor nor am I accepting anybody that texts me and says, Bro, look at my collection cabinet. No. Just send me a Snapchat of the image or whatever that you just got, and we'll call it a day. It's just dumb.
2: And then the whole customer service thing that's not. That's just icing on the cake. Yeah. And honestly, was... not surprising at all. No. What is it? What is it with Sony and these systems they implement where they just cannot feel they cannot feel genuine? They they can't
1: be pushing themselves further away from people Mm -hmm. like they're running away. And as they're running away, they're over their shoulder yelling worse ideas.
2: Yes. They
1: they, Sony is hilarious they're they're running away, not in the way that people like chase after somebody to like, you know, oh no, let me catch you, let you. Let me catch you. They're running away, and then realizing that everybody behind them is slowing down as they just yell worse and worse things. They
2: cannot be in the lead. Like, if they are in... in <laughs> they don't they know, how, they know how to handle it? They do not know how to handle it. They are the the epitome of, like, company choking. On success, essentially. It's just hilarious. Hilarious. Okay, number nine. Limited Run Games has announced the launch of its own book publishing imprint. How oh, the fuck that means. Called Press Run. Uh, the book publishing label will be led by Limited Run's media creator, Jeremy Parrish, former editor-in-chief at US Gamer and senior creative director at Greenlit Content. And Jared Petty, current senior editor and project manager of publications at Limited Run and former IGN senior editor. Uh, Press Run will be publishing games-related books every month, with the first title being Limited Run, the Complete Run, Volume 1, depicting, uh, depicting the publisher's own games between 2015 and 2016. Upcoming titles include retrospectives dedicated to the Virtual Boy, Japanese publisher Sunsoft, or games released on the NES in 1987, among others. Limited Run was already selling more retrospective games on a store as part of its offering, including a book dedicated to PlayStation that will be reprinted following the launch of Press Run. Uh Limited Run Games was acquired by Embracer Group in August. Earlier this year, the publisher announced the opening of its first retail store in North Carolina. I kinda like this idea of like if they're nice looking, it'd be cool if they were like kind of like uh like a nice coffee book table you could you could have or it's well, kinda limited run's thing, is to yeah. make things nice, not yeah. just
1: geek out shit,
2: yeah. But my concept of nice, other people's concept of nice might be different.
1: Yeah, I know. You want nineties nice, so we gotta have fur I'm, covers. And
2: I'm not saying 90s. whatever, old man. I just don't want to look gaudy. <laughs> okay, old man, gaudy. <laughs>
1: hey, yo, <laughs> pretty gaudy over there. Uh number ten. Speaking of Saudi Arabia, from four stories ago. Saudi Arabia's Savvy Games Group, or the SG2s, or the SGG, (laughs) SG Squared. Ooh, I like that. All right. has outlined an investment plan that will see it commit $37.8 billion to build the country's presence in the global games industry, including $13.3 billion earmarked for the acquisition and development of a leading game publisher to become a strategic development partner. Got that oil money? Oh, Sony, Microsoft. You guys want to talk about non-competes? All right, who's Shoot. worth
2: who's worth thirteen point three billion? Let Sony, go Google,
1: Is it Sony.
3: Not not that specific number. They're worth less than that. But Sony's
2: less worth worth less than
3: thirteen billion dollars. Yeah, why not? I don't. How much was the... Well, actually, wait, hold
1: on. How much was Microsoft uh, doing the Activision merger for? $70. 1000000000 Yeah, 69 It was billion? For some reason, they, I thought that was million all the time. That's a
2: billion. That's a big B. Oh, okay, yeah, then not Sony. Uh, Destiny was four, or... Oh, EA. That, 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 Bethesda that, was Bethesda hey, was seven. That's what I was going to say was, was EA. Yeah,
1: because that, that fits with their profile. They have... I don't know, hold on. Let me finish the story before I
3: start discussing Saudi investment funds. Which is going to get me in trouble? Uh, Savvy Games
1: Group is 100% owned by the Saudi Arabia's public investment fund, and has Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman serving as the chairman of its board of directors. Behind the acquisition, money Sav- Sav- Savvy's oh god, I can't speak. Savvy's investment plan calls for 18.6 billion for minority investments in existing companies, such as the public investment fund has already taken stakes in Embracer Group, Nintendo, Capcom, and Nexon.
3: So the public investment fund are the ones that are doing golf.
1: They're the ones that set up I can't remember what the name of the tour Live is. Live golf. Live golf, yes. Uh the tour opposite the PGA tour. Um uh, they also have a bunch of soccer investments. Uh the public in- public investment fund bought or is part of the purchase of Newcastle United in the Premier League. Uh, they have influence over a bunch of other sports too, so it it like just lines up that they would buy EA. That like fits a hundred percent, and that
2: fits with EA's weird marketing shit that they would say yes. I can see them buying it. The problem with EA, they could buy into it. According to Google, uh, EA's market capitalization is thirty two billion dollars. That's capital though. Mm-hmm. That's not what they'll
1: sell
3: for. Yeah. But they they will sell for less than 15. Bethesda was seven. EA doesn't have titles anymore. EA has two titles.
2: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European Linen
0: Let's get this dinner party started.
2: I was just, um thinking. You
1: know, they have more in theory now with Codemasters working on things, but we haven't seen them yet. An F1
3: manager, which isn't Yeah. You know, which I mean, also know. works. Works with Like but EA yeah. EA is screaming to get bought by them.
2: Oh, bye bye Bioware. You bioware bitch. Oh, they were they
1: were already <laughs> gone. Tears. I know. I listen, pour one out, but I mean they've been dead.
2: <sighs> what did they hire a new lead for their new game yet? No, they did come out with a blog post about Dragon Age 4 and it was like literally had nothing in it. <laughs> did it just say sorry? <laughs> <laughs> it was just it's just it was like, you know, like it, marketing it, crap. It should have said sorry we opened our mouth too soon. What it said was, you don't have to play the first three to play four. And, like, you know, we we want new fans to be able to come in and blah, blah, blah. Which I appreciate the sentiment. But that worries me. When you have a fucking four attached to your game. Well, they don't really have a four. It's What's it called? Dreadwolf. Number 11. Speaking of dead things. Google is calling it quits on Stadia. As announced in a post on the company's blog by Stadia VP and General Manager, Phil Harrison. Harrison. Hi. Harrison said, quote, while Stadia's approach to streaming games for consumers was built on strong technology foundation, it hasn't gained the traction with users that we expected, so we've made the dis- difficult decision to begin winding down our Stadia streaming service. End quote. The post said that Google would be refunding all Stadia hardware purchases made through the Google Store, as well as game and add-on content sales made through the Stadia Store. Kind of crazy. Most of these refunds are expected to be completed by mid-January 2023. Stadia users will also be able to access their libraries through January 18, 2023. Several developers have voiced concerns following the announcement of Stadia's closure, as they were given no prior notice. Um, uh, Maya developer Simon Roth tweeted that it was quote months of his work going in the bin again, adding that he wasn't given any prior notice. Quote, every time something bad happens in games, the people affected, sometimes having their lives turned upside down, learn from the press or Twitter. No emails, phone calls, no heads up, no note on the website, end quote. He added that he doesn't, quote, know anyone doing Stadia stuff right now who has heard anything more than the press has, end quote. Further down his thread, he shared a screenshot from another Twitter user showing that Google staff were allegedly only told about the closure three hours before the public announcement. Other developers have shared similar stories, some even having planned releases scheduled for this week. Kind of wild, kind of classic. You know, I think we all knew it was coming. Um, I've been asking for it to happen. Yeah. I can't believe they still had games in development for it. That's the part that's wild.
3: Yeah. Again, par for the fucking course of
1: them not knowing how to actually tell people things. Mm -hmm. Where they go, yep, we're canceling it. And then the dev just goes, huh?
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean it's pretty crazy. I mean that's uh, nice for the consumers I guess that everything's getting refunded. Yeah, that is crazy. I mean uh, on one hand, cool move. On the second hand, you know they wouldn't be doing that if it was a significant amount. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I, mean, it's I don't kind know of,
1: how many actual controllers
2: and stuff they sold, but still. I hope we get leaked information at some point being like well it's only they're publicly they're $20. Google's a publicly traded company, right? Yeah. So we They'd have to release it at some form someone's going to have to dig through their financials. It'll be interesting, yeah, crazy though,
3: I wonder if they found uh someone who wants to use the tech, maybe, but who knows because that was the whole thing with mixer going down with
1: Microsoft is they killed it, and they're like somebody might want to use the tech or something, maybe we do in something else, and you are kind of like now now this whole thing is a. Who's who's using whose tech anymore?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Somebody, you know,
3: and What's will anybody will
1: here? anybody admit they are? No. Like, would would somebody dare? Would Ubisoft dare say we're yeah. now using the Stadia tech to? Honestly, yeah. Ubisoft would, and they'd say it's a new technology. And yeah. Like, no,
2: Ubisoft. And who knows? I mean, it could be, they could be reusing it in a completely different application exactly. that we don't even fucking realize. So. Yeah. Uh, and
1: number 12, Let's Talk Wow. Blizzard has finally locked in a release date for World of Warcraft Dragonflight, the expansion which introduces Dragon Riding, the new Thear race, and much more will be flying our way on November
2: 28th. Any Anything you want to elaborate on on the expansion? I mean, uh, there is the craziness about the raid and uh, all so, the So, yeah, the
1: quick... Quick uh, elaboration is raid is the twelfth or thirteenth, I guess, depending on regions and whatever. Um, Normal, heroic, and mythic unlock the same exact week. That's when mythic plus season one starts. The Chrotic and inspiring are removed as a, uh, affixes. We get four dungeons and then four dungeons from the past, four new dungeons and four dungeons from the past as mythic plus dungeons. Uh, it'll be it'll be
3: an interesting and crazy time. Two weeks to get yourself ready to go into the raid.
2: How's the uh, skill changes? Talent changes? I mean, uh, how, how are those looking? Uh, I think the majority
1: of them are looking good. I know there's a lot of people that... Or a lot of classes that will potentially scream in unison of, of me saying that. mm mm-hmm. uh, But I think that the majority of them are all set. There's a couple that need to, like, bug tuning or uh, balance changes. But other than that, the majority of everything looks pretty good. Does this feel rushed to a lot of people? Yes. Were certain people complaining about Christmas raiding? Yes. Christmas happens two weeks after the raid
3: launches. So I'm confused by that sentiment. But otherwise, I'm excited. It doesn't, the, the Christmas
1: rating doesn't affect me at all. Yeah. Um, Other than I know it, you something I know to it watch, can, maybe. Yeah, but whatever. I know it can affect the top end, obviously. uh, It affects the top end, but it doesn't affect the top end, in, in quotes. It affects the top end be, uh, in the way that that's just when they're rating now. And they, you know, have to change holiday plans or whatever. It doesn't affect them because no matter when it drops, they are going to raid. Yeah. Um. Obviously, yes, you know, holidays around family and yada yada, but
2: I kind of like it because it's, it's almost like a, there's so little time, I feel like, to prepare on this one that I feel like it levels the playing field a little bit more. It does, but
1: it's also the worry because there's no heroic week tuning. So they why, How, you have what do to to, they want to tune into? three things now? you have to tune the mythic version, the heroic version, and the normal version all in the same week, and that's like, uh... Maybe so, they just but I mean, they're they have the, it. They're setting themselves up to do it, so it'll be interesting. Um, the... The thing for me is, like, if that raid for World First takes longer than three weeks,
3: or two weeks, that would be crazy for a first raid of an expansion for them. Possible, but it would be crazy. So... I think everybody will still get their holidays and they'll be fine. I'm
1: not sure it even lasts a lockout. Maybe it makes it more than one week, mm-hmm. um, but there's a sad chance that it might be one week and then on first reset it gets killed. Like there's that chance too. So who knows? Won't know really until everything's out there and we're like
3: leading into it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I don't foresee Christmas rating actually being an issue.
1: Other than The typical Christmas rating where it's like, we're doing reclears and whatever, which at that point, no one should
3: be caring whether or not they're there or not. Yeah. No matter what level of guilt you are. It's interesting. It is interesting.
2: But, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm sure we'll talk about it when it comes out. Oh, I'll be playing. And probably plenty beforehand as well. Be playing a shitload of it when it comes out. Uh, pre-patch is a week ahead of time? Is that how that works? Two no, pre-patch weeks?
1: is usually like a month ahead of time. So how is that going to work? Well, that'd be beginning of
3: November, so they still have a month before they would hit that. Okay. Normally, but I don't know. Maybe they'll be shorter.
1: But even then, pre-patch is really not much going to be for us to do. Yeah. It's just going to be getting in and playing everything with the new talent trees. And doing new UI stuff, which that's why I needed to be a month. Hopefully, is because when they put the new UI in the game, it's when everybody needs to set everything. You like, you don't want to have a launch night happening with a new UI for the first time. Yeah, and everybody trying to like customize their UI for the first three hours.
2: Also, could be funny though.
1: It could, but I'd be. Pit- I wouldn't do it. I would. I would settle with whatever. I, I, I would settle with whatever UI I
3: had. Get to the end level all the way up, and then go. Okay, now I can mess with this for a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, no, everybody
1: I think I had the protein real hard
3: this week Oh dude, so hard
1: A lot of protein shakes Listen man, that I'm like Toots McGee over here
3: They call me Toots, not Toots, hey I'm Tooting
2: here (laughs) I'm Tooting here Uh... Tommy Tooters all right, let's go through some short things. do we need to write full paragraphs, pal. Oh, hey, I like that. printer Interactive Interactive. I can enunciate. Published a physical edition of Stray for PS Five last week, making it the highest selling new release in the past of the past week, at least in the UK. It landed at number three in its debut week. People wanted that physical copy, apparently. Uh, Bandai Namco Europe has launched the Bandai Namco Music Label, which will publish original soundtracks and scores from a number of the studio's games. The label has published two albums so far, Music from Elden Ring, uh, which came out er earlier this month, and Music from Tales of Arise, which released this week. Intel has announced their ARC-A770 graphics card will retail for $329. The A 770 and 750 are coming out October 12th. Interesting price point. Yeah,
1: I'm, it'd be interesting to see testing because I think it'll all be just entry. Yeah. Um.
2: <clears throat> what someone you want, said? You want a third person to show up? So. Yeah, I saw people saying. I mean, I think these expectations are high. Yeah, but they were saying the 770 would slot between the 3060 Ti and a 3070, and I was like i mean that That's is that is a aggressive.
1: high level to set
2: yeah
3: for first run mm-hmm.
2: uh number four we got a game coming out early scorn is releasing on pc via steam in the epic game store xbox series x and s and day one on xbox game pass on october 14th it was originally slated for the 21st Extra spooky time. Yep. Spooky. That game is gross. Is it gross? I've seen some. That's the one stuff. that's like. They yeah, put shit on your arms and, and stuff. Put
1: things in you. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was that game that when we watched it, we were like, what the fuck is this? And it's that yes.
2: game. Uh, where was I? <laughs> you just to play the game. Going, yes. <laughs> yes, put the things inside me. Uh, <laughs> weird uh, Number five An alleged AMD desktop CPU roadmap has leaked out Which shows the Ryzen 7000 3 V vCache parts coming in early 2023 Let's with... just be clear, the only reason this is there Is because I'm here I'd like CPUs I know, but the 3D, <laughs> the 3D one being the one you highlight Well, I mean, that was the only one on the Roadmap, other than I'm getting to it <laughs> I'm getting to it with Threadripper and 7000G, which surprisingly the 7000G ones are the ones I'm interested in. Uh, CPUs coming in the second half of 2023. According to a set, and then we're on to another one, by the way. Moving on. Done with CPUs. <laughs> According to established leaker Tom Henderson. Tommy! Always leaking. Might want to get that checked out. Need for Speed Unbound is the title of the next installment and will be coming December 2nd. That is scary. Better believe it's
3: scary. It's frightening. It's going to be terrible. That series is dead now.
1: Is, to be fair, the series has been dead for a while, but you're going to drop a new Need for Speed coming in
2: December and not
1: say shit so far?
2: Mm-hmm. This one they were working on and then the team got pulled to work on uh, Battlefield. That was it. Battlefield 2042. And then they got put back on it. Yeah, that won't screw up development at all. And then after this, they're getting absorbed by uh, Codemasters. Yeah, this is the Criterion team. Yep. So. What a ride. I don't know about that. Uh, Phasmophobia has released a huge update just in time for the spooky season. The updates includes new locations, custom difficulty settings, and an apocalypse event. Apocalypse now. And uh, be a weird event. <laughs> <laughs> Good movie. Uh, the tweet of the week. Oh, courtesy of Brandon Sinclair. You're gonna like this one. All right. Quote: Duke Newcomb forever. Went 5,156 days oh, from its I know. announcement I know this tweet. in 1997 to its release in 2011. It has been 5,234 days since the first Beyond Good and Evil 2 trailer was released. Yep.
3: Beyond yep. Good and Evil 2. Worse than Duke
2: Nukem Forever now. Think about that, five thousand two hundred and thirty-four days. That's such a long time, man. Imagine being a fan of that. No, I don't think there should be any fans anymore. Fucking
3: stop it! No, you can be fans. I I get it. Yeah, they will
2: weep tears of joy and or pain when it finally comes out. Best be the best. Fuck. We said the same thing about Duke Nukem. But it better be the best fucking game ever when it does come out, which it won't be. To be soft, they'll look like skull bones
1: <laughs> with you're a fucking pig.
2: You're a monkey and a pig on a boat. I don't know. Yeah, throw a banana. Hey, yeah, you're in space. Fuck it. <clears throat> Blizzard is requiring SMS protect for Overwatch 2 and Modern Warfare 2. People are very upset about it.
1: Well, stop trying to
2: be bad. Overwatch 2 will collect temporary voice chats of reported players in an effort to cut down on disruptive behavior. That's going to be a full server very fast. People are also very upset about that. Yeah, well, maybe stop being racist in voice chat. I mean, that's a fair. Racist, sexist, homophobic. You know what, guys? I have a really good idea. Don't talk to each other. You know what? That's exactly (laughs) what I was going to say. Don't talk to each other. So I'll,
1: I'll bring this up. He might be listening. So, I'm going to tell a story. The story's going to last pretty quick. He already knows it's coming. I can already hear him saying, You son of a bitch. So, here we go.
2: Son of a bitch. Talking Give me a to drink.
1: A, talking to Discord to somebody the other night. They're playing, a, they're playing WoW. Mm-hmm. We're playing two separate versions. I'm in classic. He's in retail. Okay. And he's doing a key.
3: He's uh, doing a key. He's
1: doing a key. He's doing a key. Tommy's doing keys. And he's doing a key, and he's doing only a two. So, it's a low level key, right? I think it's actually a five for the sake of the story being accurate, but who gives a shit? (laughs) So he's doing the key. Now he's on his like newer 60, you know, working on getting the guy gear because he spun a wheel to figure out what he was going to play in Dragonflight. Risky move. Landed on the Warrior. So now he's got to get the Warrior geared before Dragonflight (laughs) releases. Spun a wheel? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he made the wheel himself, but. So he, he Was he, it all just Warriors? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all things warrior. Oops, all Warrior. The uh so he's doing that, right? Jumps in the group, and one of the guys says Now it's a five, which is a baby. We're we're talking
2: Hello We're talking
1: welcome to World of Warcraft.
2: All right, World of Warcraft. Welcome this is a
1: Mackey. So <laughs> the random yeah, yeah, this is a Mackey. So the random guy jumps in and says, Haha, you guys wanna all get in Discord and like Just just for for shits and giggles. The random guy says that. Okay, And he says, I'm going to hit him with the no late, the old lady's sleeping or something like that. I was like, you can just say no. You don't have to give an excuse. You don't have to interact with them. Yeah, You honestly don't even have to say anything. You can say no. That's polite enough as far as I'm concerned. That's more polite than just ignoring them. Mm -hmm. You can just say no. Gets halfway through the key. About. And I hear him say, "You're right, I shouldn't have ever said anything because now they're all just talking amongst each other, and like the shaman died, and then immediately onked, and he's like, "You didn't see that. We're like, "No, we all saw you stand in the thing, and it's just like the, it's the little haha, everybody's playing friendly and nice and everything." And it's like, "No, but you're all bad and playing friendly and nice, No <laughs> no <laughs>
2: Uh, so it's like, just don't talk to each other. Yeah, just, you'll be better off. honestly, you'll be better off unless you know the people you're playing with. And you're like, hey, we're friends, let's chit-chat. Or
1: you're actually doing hard content and the players are being good. In which and then, that case... you slowly reach out.
2: You have a... You don't be a dick.
1: Yeah. Always. Always don't be a dick until you're like me and you fucking lost it. <laughs> because while well, you had some good players, the bad ones were dragging you down. Don't be Nate.
2: Don't, don't be do me. what Nate
1: would do. Or, or, no, you can do what I would do because then usually what I did is I muted myself, threw on Spotify, and listened to Doom Eternal music. <laughs>
2: That. I mean, that sounds like because it, may, it was might better, need therapy, but it,
1: fine. It was better than me saying anything, and the song I chose was The Only Thing They Fear Is You. Because if you, you definitely need some therapy. Because here's the thing. Listen, if anybody that listens knows what I'm talking about, you play Venthyr Boomkin during 9.1 and 9.2, okay? So you got to <laughs> catch some stars. <laughs> but when you're in your cooldowns, and if you get to start the boss at cooldowns, then what you're going to do is you're going to click play on the only thing that fear is you. And right about the time where the ramp starts for your Boonkin stuff, you're going to be headbanging, and it's going to be a great time.
2: <laughs> I think we found the voice for your for, your <laughs> <laughs> for my VTuber rig. <laughs> yeah, for your VTuber rig. You know, the VTuber rig is just going to be me
1: being normal, and then every now and then just losing my mind into
2: different voices it'll like you know come with glasses or a hat or cigarette in your mouth like now listen here can it come with a new york
1: yankees hat, a cigarette in my mouth and a pair of tims yes i don't know how we put the (laughs) don't worry about the tims
2: put the tims on my hands (laughs) you know it might work (laughs) you might be on to something i don't know what i'm doing I'm Tommy doing dungeons out here. Ah, fucking, uh, look at I'm, to- I'm Tommy dungeon right now. Okay? I'm Tommy
1: dungeon. I throw stars at people, man. I just
2: don't. Gotta write these down.
1: Every time I've, I've, I've thought about that VTuber thing since we talked about it last week has just been goldmine of things in my head that I'm like, I don't know who I need to hire to do this. <laughs> if it's Matt or if I need to hire somebody to actually do it.
2: Oh, because holy shit, it would be so good.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> then all I would do is I would just bind things on, like, a keypad somewhere yeah. that were just all the different outfits. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm Tommy Dungeon. Welcome to the dungeons. We're going to shoot some stuff. Stars, sun, boom, lunar arcane damage into your body. You die, <laughs> and I said you're sleeping with the fishes. <laughs>
2: oh god i'm dying
1: <laughs> it's such i couldn't fucking keep the bad thing is i would have that you'd have to you'd hear that and then i'd be muted because there'd be nothing else cause I'd be dying on the other end of that because i couldn't keep it up
2: uh good we should we'll, we'll do it we're gonna throw it together we're doing it all right uh last thing on here is some trailers we watched some trailers uh, Last Dude. of Us TV series. Do you have any comments? The trailer looks great. I just, I hate that it's a,
1: I, I don't like that it's just following game one. Yeah. I'm sure they'll they'll make sure to throw in some other scenes and stuff, like some extra content filler, just to kind of like keep it spicy enough. Yeah. I
2: saw, um, I, I noticed watching it this time that there was a scene with Ellie with the, uh, I don't know. I can't remember her name. Yes. But the girl. The girl. The other girl. Yeah, the black girl, there was a black girl. Yes. I think that was her first kiss, or no, or was it someone else?
1: No, I think it was somebody else. Okay, I don't, but I don't 100% remember because it's been so long and I don't want to play the game again. Yeah. Um, but the, the show looks good, it's just that I'm like burned on it, so I, yeah, which is fair. I mean, they've released the same game three times. Maybe I'll watch it at some point if like it gets rave reviews and I kind of need something to watch, but I'm behind on too many things to pick up a new show. That's fair. Uh, the Callisto Protocol. If you're thinking about playing Dead Space Remake when it comes out and you're not thinking about playing Callisto Protocol, you're going to make a, the wrong choice. You Are they play, lining up cl- like...
2: I know they're real close to each other. They're
1: close, but I don't think they're that close. I think you could play both of them with no issue. But you, if your money becomes a, do I play Dead Space or Callisto? You need to just get Callisto.
2: Yeah, I would agree with that. As for what I've seen so far. But I don't think we've really seen it on Dead Space yet. Not I? really, but
1: I, I'm just telling you. Get Callisto. You already know what Dead Space is. Yeah. So if and there's here's the thing, it'll either exceed your expectations by enough to be like, okay, cool, the remake was worth it. It will disappoint you because it's not as good as your brain remembers it to be. Mm-hmm. Or it just will actually be bad, irrelevant of what you have for memory. Those are, like, your three outcomes, so you're rolling a two-thirds chance, or a one-third chance that it's actually, like, good. Yeah. Callisto, you're rolling a 50-50, good or bad. 33%, 50%. And all I'm saying is in Tommy Dungeons, 50 50- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> um, but it looks great. It does. It looks really good. I can't wait to watch
3: somebody else play it. That's fair. Uh, Overwatch 2 launch trailer. Looks like more Overwatch.
2: Same.
1: uh, Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I just hope it's fresh enough to keep people interested yeah. in playing it. I'll be playing it the weekend it comes out, just to, you know, play around, get used to, like, new characters, new heroes, whatever, feel. Yeah. Needs it's a little free... shot in the arm. It's free to play, so we'll see how the Battle Pass thing works, and, you know, yada yada, but... It might just be like, alright, cool, yeah, I'm waiting for dungeons,
2: play a couple rounds, boom. 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 Uh, and finally, Wild Hearts, which was uh, EA original, that looks like. Reminds us a lot of Monster Hunter. Yes. Japanese. More Japanese Monster Hunter.
0: I Oops. mean, Monster Hunter
1: itself is Japanese, but this was like, in Japan, Monster Hunter. Um, but for I don't know why, if it was the trailer we watched or something, it looked like it was either Switch graphics... Mm-hmm. Or just hard locked to like seven twenty. Like it didn't look crisp and defined, and maybe that's their art style they're going for. I don't know, but something about it
2: just didn't look amazing to me. Visually, I think the problem is I'm going to get real ridiculous here, but it oh looked oversaturated and blown out, which gives it a soft sure. look. Yeah, yeah, might be true. So like, the exposure, I, the contrast is just too high. I feel like if that was
1: re, if that trailer was redone, like put through a renderer or something and everything was crisp right up mm-hmm. it would look beautiful yeah but for whatever reason the one we watched didn't look i didn't walk i walked away going something looks
3: wrong not that looks amazing
2: yeah looks interesting probably not the type of game i play but it's cool so yeah that's all i got you got anything no uh andor is fantastic and oh yeah, I was gonna say it's been seven
1: days, but yeah, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Ah, yeah, yeah. we're done. With I met any more news things,
2: oh. but anyway, yeah, what have you been up to? Andor, yeah, watching TV. Andor and the Rings of Power. I've liked both so far. I Andor straight up like they released the first three episodes uh, right off the bat. I didn't get a chance to watch all three in one sittings. I wish I had. I watched two and then watched the third, and I would say. The three and/or episodes are a better movie than any new movie they put out from Star Wars. I,
1: I would believe that. I and, mean, and to be fair, it's a low bar to begin with.
2: though. Yeah, like I almost got like I got emotional in the way that I'm like, this is what I've always wanted Star Wars to be. Uh, yes, the the this, almost like nostalgia emotional. Yes, where you're
3: like, yes, yes, finally, yep. And um, I did see somebody else, uh, uh, J. B
1: a healer main in WoW who I follow for a lot of stuff because I really like his content. Mm -hmm. You actually would too but uh, he had a tweet where he's like I've been watching a lot of like banger shows and watching Andor actually crush it when I've hated all the other
2: new Star Wars stuff. The other thing too is like it's clearly a bar above in every way. Like the writing, the the acting, the... Kind of like they finally figured it out type of move. Yeah, I think they just put the time in because this was the first show announced. That's true. And like the development, like they, all their other shows, they've, they've used the volume, which is their new production studio that's all screens. And you can tell this one, I haven't oh, seen. Oh, I, I know what show or what set you're talking about. Uh, Westworld used it too. Yes. I haven't seen a shot in this in Andor yet where I'm like, oh, that's the volume. Like I think they did this all old school which and yeah which definitely gives you the feel you want.
1: The volume is amazing. Mm-hmm. It is a technical marvel. Yeah. If you ever actually get to kind of see behind it and how it functions, it's actually insane because it's a Oh, it's you're it's a room of screens that you can walk in and out. Like you're
2: walking on top of the screen so they they're literally putting you in the full set yeah. without the having to. The sky time. is a screen, like yeah. everything's a screen. It's not and it's great. It's an amazing tool. And it, it makes but it show. does.
1: It does make certain things. Yeah. Like you, if can, you don't have an
2: actor or actress that can like leverage it in the right way. Yeah. It becomes an issue. And you can tell the way that they use it too, because they, what you can tell when there's objects and there's only so many people in the shot and the, there's only objects like a certain distance, like depth of field gets a little weird. But anyways, this show, like the production quality is just, above any other show they put out so far and even like the way they cut the scenes and stuff and the way the show moves it's just better so good i gotta i gotta get on that then um and i i mean to be completely honest i don't think it's gonna be for everyone because it is like it is star wars it's Star Wars, and there are some deep cuts. Like, I kept pausing it at certain times because I was like, oh, my God, that's a fucking reference to this. And, like, <laughs> Like, you know, you're watching
1: WoW content with you, and you're like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Exactly. Like,
2: and it does move. It's, it's very suspenseful. So, it moves slower than some people might want. It's not, like, a crazy action fest. Yeah, it's not the prequels. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm loving it so far. And, yeah. I don't, I don't think I've done anything else new this week, so that's about it. Fair enough. What have you been up to? World of Warcraft. Classic. In more ways than one. Classic.
1: <laughs> Again. Yeah, Wrath of the Lich King. Classic. Leveling there and just remembering that I don't know why I do this. Feel the grind. Yeah, Feel the oh, burn. Feel it so bad. It, it's one of those where it's, man, the things you could get a small child to do. <laughs> Uh, just the patience they have was insane. Oh, and now I'm like, I
2: need to be done with this and doing anything I think if anything, it just goes to show how different things are now. Because like, WoW was, it's not like it was, it's not like WoW wasn't popular. Like at that point. No, WoW was extremely popular at that point. And now like we just wouldn't, if that was a new game, we just wouldn't put up with it. If I had to level 1 to 80, like I'm only leveling from 70 to 80. If I had
1: to level one to eighty in classic right now, I wouldn't do it.
2: Yeah, I straight up wouldn't do it. It's a, it's just where our attention, like our concept My of ADHD like what we have time for, yeah, it's just <laughs> not there. I don't have time for that anymore.
1: That 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 back then was like you dedicated your life to WoW mm-hmm. to get done. Yeah. Now I would like to play other things. Yeah. I mean, and I that's... can in retail. I can. I can get everything I wanted to done within like. Two to three days,
2: depending I mean, on the your rating. You're kind of not wrong with that statement, though, because like when when that came out originally, video games were a, such a thing and so like released so infrequently and stuff that like WoW would be your only thing. Like that might just be your hobby, your thing, that thing you do. Yeah. So you didn't have and, like. And now it's like you didn't have Game Pass being like, oh, I can I a hundred and something games at my fingertips. You know what I mean? You didn't have that. You didn't have the quality of games was
1: worse. And to say that is to say that the quality of games per
2: millions was worse. What someone needs to do is put together a book that is like, kind of like the history of wow, but do it in like a really high quality, like history book way. Like and it, like, and I'm I, not, I'm want, not being, I'm not being like, I want the
1: 35 encyclopedia rack.
2: I'm being like a hundred percent serious. Like if someone took the time and wrote like a history of, wow, it probably would be super fascinating. And I mean, like from the, the, the mental point of like, you know, they give you the history and everything, but they like walk you through like how it existed and why it was so popular. And like,
1: at like, yeah, not just, everything. like, don't give me the history of WoW as a story in-game. Give me the history of the WoW as in the
2: culture and everything around it. Yeah, from... how, how it, like, society yeah. and, like, everything. Like, I think it would be super interesting. Like, you guys had Mr. T
1: being a night elf Mohawk.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Vern Troyer was a gnome. Like,
2: I mean, someone could probably do a, a a book just on the history of, like, the race to World First. At this point, yeah. And, like, the different... Because now it's even now it's just bigger and bigger than it's ever been. Yeah, just like the teams and then just the whole thing yeah.
1: could be cool. It'd be it'd be really interesting if you could go back all the way to the beginning for some of the ones that took like two hundred something days when there wasn't technically a race. It was just the first kill. Mm-hmm. And if you could ever find anybody from those that you could like actually talk to and be like, "What was? Yeah, was there any like thought? Yada yada, all that stuff." But yeah, it would be very interesting. But yeah, it is very much like the when I say the quality of games was or the amount of bad games was higher or not higher but there were less good games it was like you had your staples at that point you had your call of duties you had your you know your fifa's or whatever mm-hmm. um but you didn't have all of these indie studios just showing up with games at your door where it's like i stardew mean stardew valley doesn't exist yeah and i mean stardew valley is one of the most successful indie games that like hey cool oh how many games <laughs> i read what 15 games each week almost Mm-hmm. that's not even close to the actual number that came out. That's not counting everything that's on. I'm not talking what got added to Game Pass, which might not be new games, but that's all games you could go play again. I'm not talking about everything that's on Steam. I'm only talking about a few things. That's not even counting itch. itch I, I o, mean, when Ichio, when
2: Wrath came out, originally, there might have been a new game release, like a new big game release, like if you're lucky once a month and it wasn't that often it was like yeah you know once every two or three months there'd be a new game and and even
1: then like, your internet wasn't the same so you weren't going yeah oh yeah i'm going to go play wrath hope i don't knock somebody off the phone line it wasn't my experience but like you know there's that for a bunch of it uh, for a lot of people and then it's like okay well i'm playing this but my cousin's playing xbox downstairs like work we can't yeah i don't know there're just a lot of
2: People things... forget. I think uh, we're. It's it's kind of why it's it's funny to think about because there is that like we have knowledge at our fingertips now, but there's like the '80s and '90s and and 2000s that like everyone just kind of like has lost concept of like how well there's
1: the old uh, it's a Pete Holmes joke that I'll I'll reference for the end of this podcast. It's a Pete Holmes joke that he's talking about, um. We know everything and we're not a lick smarter for it. hmm You know, you have you have the internet in the in the back of your hand which knows everything. It's like a it's like a drunk passenger in an Uber that just will always answer whatever you tell it. Mm-hmm. Uh I I guess quoting the Bo Burnham one, you ocean at your fingertips or no. World at your fingertips ocean at your door. I don't remember the exact line. Oh, Sounds God. good.
3: Yeah, world at your fingertips ocean at your door is, I believe the phrase he's using. Um, but the the Pete Holmes thing goes on.
1: He's like, you used to just be a time where you would have whimsy of not knowing an answer. Like, where's Tom Petty from? You're not gonna know. You yeah. can't. Go, your your phone's not screaming it. Like Google's out like, ah, oh, from from Florida or wherever he is. And I think it is somewhere in Florida. Uh, this is weird because the whole point of the joke cause I think he's somewhere in Florida. But anyway, the whole thing of, you didn't know. So you just go, you know, you meet somebody in the store. You're like, hey, where's Tom Petty from? You know, I don't know. Now they have that same, like, well,
3: one, why the fuck that guy asked me where Tom Petty's from? And two, you know, you see somebody with a Heartbreakers t-shirt. Where's Tom Petty from? I uh, not well, Let's think about that.
1: See so if find another person. You're five people deep at this point, trying to figure out your answer because you couldn't. You couldn't just Google it. And then you find out Florida and you go, "Ah, another bit of useless information, but I now know the answer. Moving
2: on. Mm -hmm. Where now. You have to work for it so you remember it. Now it's just like.
1: Yeah, now I, I can cycle things in and out constantly. Now I know too much about my fucking wow history and rotations and how to play the game and whatever that I go,
3: how do I. All right, I have to get gas in the car how do I card the pump? How's this new fan contraption work?
1: I don't see a moon can form and then star surge. And I don't, I don't see that here. It's just like, you, there's just things like that where you, you run into an issue and it's, it's back to you. You still catch some people, right? They're, Every now and then you'll run into that person that is that drunk person answering things for you, but mm-hmm. they're answering things without looking them up when they have the option to look them up and that's yeah. what sent me. You'll guess, oh yeah, yeah, it was this, 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 and then I I'm like, I'm like I, I have my phone. Google, you're not even close to the right answer. <laughs> Way <laughs> off, buddy. So yeah, there's it gives and takes, but it is definitely a very different time that people look back on with forgetting
3: blinders. Yeah
2: easy to forget
3: true all right anything else though
2: i'm all good
1: i'm all shook up all right and that being said we will see you guys in seven days bye-bye
2: hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your
1: budget